So what I want to talk about today is the bracha of eights. The bracha of eights. Now we're going to talk about still Hashem, all the details. What I want to talk about today is there's six principles to bear in mind when deciding something to eight. In other words, in order to decide that a food is eight, we need uh, to have six factors. So let's look at the six factors which are negated to the bracha for eight. We'll see some of them are more clear, they're obvious. Some of them will have some interesting shayas of things which we have to decide if they fulfill the requirements we need in order to be high for eight. Okay, so what are our six factors for eight? We understand that we have two brachas of things which grow from the ground. The one is eight, the other one is Adama. And the difference between them is something which grows directly from the ground, we make Adama on. Whereas something which grows from an eight, from a tree, so even though the tree grows from the ground, but the mice of the fruit grows from the tree, so then we give it this, this the brach of its own, then it's uh, considered by eight. And therefore the first of our six rules in deciding if something is a eight is, is there a tree? Is there a tree? What's the, because we'll get from cases of things which grow directly from the ground, uh, such as some vegetables, which are really roots, like a potato or a carrot, to things which grow like strawberries from a plant which has a root, and this is connected by a shoot to that, to things like tomatoes, which have a little bush even, and uh, to, then we have creepers like passion fruit, grapevines, and tall trees. So, where do we consider, what is the halachic gather of what's called a tree? That we say that something which is growing is not growing from the ground, even if it's through the means of a plant, but it's something which is growing from a tree. So, the halachic gives us two factors in deciding something is a tree. Sometimes it's very straightforward, and we're going to see that those categories where it's not so cautious if something is called a tree or not. So, what's the first factor for a tree? When it comes to a plant, the so to speak, the shoot, which is really the stem of the plant, is all one thing. There isn't a separate tree, which is like the trunk or a branch, and from that there's a stalk which grows a fruit. That a, a plant, which is a vegetable, it's all the same thing. The shoot really connects to the roots. Mashanke, the tree, has a chalek, which is a, which has a gezer, has a, a, like a trunk, something which is different, so the stalk which connects the fruit. Is there a significance in like, science and how... Uh, there is significance to that, yes, we're going to talk about that also. And then we'll be again with those things which are really creepers, how, how they get their nutrients. Okay, but the, the gather is something which is considered having a tree has a gather of its own, which means it has a trunk. And now the tree, the fruit grows from a stalk which grows from the trunk. As a tomato like that, doesn't have a trunk, it has a uh, it has like a stalk which grows off the stalk. It's a plant. And all the plants are a little... It's a different material. Here, I guess it's some wood, so to speak. It's something different to a stalk of a plant. Masha'enka, a vegetable, which has the same soft green stalk, which is connecting it to the whole plant, we don't see it as being an X. We don't see it as being a tree. So the first we're going to define the tree is by the fact that we say it has a gezer, which means it has like a wooden, so to speak, base, trunk. And from that, 
the fruit grows as opposed to just a continuation where it grows out of the ground. That's the first gather. The second gather is that the tree outlives the plant, the fruit. The, the case where when the fruit is picked, so the, the plant also dies, and then you have to replant the plant. Uh, that's not a, that's not a tree. It's, it's, it's this whole uh, the, the whole production or the whole growth process is just to produce the fruit, and then it all dies. So it means it's all called growing out of the ground. Whereas when I have a tree which survives the fruit, so like I can say the tree is here, and now the fruit or something which grew off the tree next year, there'll be another fruit from this tree. Therefore, as a way to tell us the obvious, in other words, things which are obviously trees, palm trees, apple trees, whatever it is, that's partial. The tree lasts here, that we can see the tree is a tree. There's no shadow. Vegetables which are clearly vegetables, which grow directly out of the ground, there's no tree. There's the plant which dies when you pick cabbage. it. Right. Like a cabbage. Cabbage is the plant. Right. Yeah. Or even something like wheat or corn or something like that, which grows off the stalk, and you should cut it down, the stalk dies. So then that's for sure in the category of Adam. Right. Now the shayla is, what about those things which kind of fall in between? Something which has the one without the other one. And there are a number of good examples. The one is, as was mentioned, tomatoes, which things which are grown a kind of a bush or a shrub, and therefore it could have more than one crop. It could produce more than one tomato, but it doesn't have a tree. It's only a, it only has like the same green kind of shoots which are really connected to the roots. You don't see a separate entity of the tree. That's the one example. And then the example the other way around. Something like a banana plant. If anyone's seen how the bananas grow, so then it's, a, it's, it's pretty big. It looks like a tree. But the mice, and it has a, short, it has a bark, it has a trunk. But the mice, when the bananas uh, get picked, there's a big bushel of bananas when they get picked, so the whole thing which grows, bananas shrivels up as well. And it has to start growing a new branch, so to speak, from the base of the tree. So then we have to say that we... In cases like that, when we only have one of the two factors, what's also a kasha, is how passion fruit grow. Because that's something in between. Passion fruit grow as a creeper. They don't have a, a, a trunk which supports them. They need to hold on to a wall or a different tree or a fence or something to hold them up. But at the end, but the mice, they have a thin uh, trunk, really, which just looks wooden, which holds it. It's not supporting it, but it comes from the ground. And they can last year after year. They can last for six or seven years. It looks it's a grapevine is much stronger. A grapevine has proper roots, uh, proper trunks. It also needs to be supported, but it's much thicker the trunk than. So what is what's it in all these middle cases? So we'll have to discuss each one. But first is the, our first. Uh, well, the first thing we look at when we talk about the brach of eight is is it growing from a tree? And then more complicated questions like uh, pineapple is big shiner. Well, how does a pineapple grow? And what is it a tree or not a tree? Right, so that's the first factor we have to talk about. Basically, all the examples we'll talk about one by one. I'm just giving the overview of what the, what the Rashi Prakim, what, so to speak, the, char- the chapter headings are in the Brach of Eight. And we'll go back and discuss the arguments between the post and we'll discussions about each individual uh, kind of fruit. Yeah. First factor. The second factor, we look at Haids. Now we've decided that it's an eight, it's a tree. The next thing we want to know is, is the thing which you're eating the pre Is this the fruit of the tree? Because you only make bari pre on the fruit. Other parts of the tree that you want to eat are not aids. There might be parts of a tree, right? Now we're going to talk about a few examples. There might be parts of the tree, but they're not aids because they're not the fruit of the tree. They're part of the tree itself. So there we are, make aids in it. 
So examples are those people who, apparently the Greeks are into this, who like to eat vine leaves. Right? They eat vine leaves. The vine leaf, or things like that. So then that's not a fruit. Right? Any other fruit, any other tree you want to eat the leaves of is the same problem. It's not a fruit. Same thing if you want to eat bark of a tree such as cinnamon. Now normally cinnamon is used as a spice. You would make a broch on it. But if for some reason the person wanted to eat a stick of cinnamon, right, there wouldn't be a eight. Even though it's definitely from a tree, right? It's not a eight because this isn't this isn't the fruit. This is part of the this is part of the wood of the tree. We'll see. We'll see. Um, now also another example of that is uh, a person the, the Gemara says about the Esrog tree, the Tamba eats the Tamba tree. So if you wanted to taste it, you wanted to eat a piece of the eights to see what it tastes like. Again, it's not the fruit. And if it's not the fruit, so then you're not going to make eights. The Gemara talks about this in the case of a tree called the Tzlaf. A Tzlaf is like a little white fruit. It's like, uh, which is also a tree, and it says that the slack tree had two different things which grew from it. One is called caprice and one is called avianis, and uh, the one is the ikka fruit, and the other one is not the ikka fruit. And the Gemara says in Brachas that the ikka fruit is the tree or eight, so let me say eight son. The other thing which grows from the tree is like a blossom, but it's not the ikka fruit, so that's the case you say Adam on that, because it's not it's growing from the ground, it's not the, it's not the tree or eight, it's not the fruit of the tree. So therefore, once you've decided. The first point is because that's our second uh, our second thing. We want to see it's a tree, and then the next question is: Is this the pre Is this the fruit of the tree? Now, the third thing we're going to look at is having discussed that this is now the fruit of the tree. The shaila is even in the fruit itself, there's the chaylik which is the the ikka which is meant to be eaten, and the parts of the fruit that are normally not eaten. So, for example, if you're talking about an orange. So the main part of the orange is the, is the inside of the orange, the fruit of the orange. That's for sure how The shayla is if a person wants to eat the orange peel. So do we say that's just the tuffle, that's just the skin. And therefore that's not the primary part of the fruit. And if that's the case, it doesn't have the distinction of our eights. Or not. Now, orange peels are shayla that we're going to see because there are people who eat orange peels. But if I eat a part of a fruit which is not normally eaten, then even though it's a chayla of the fruit, but Lemaisa, we say that's not the ikka fruit. And then once again, you wouldn't say I ate enough. Uh, this is in Shulchan Aruch. He talks about the clippers of fruits or the seeds of the fruits of those fruits which aren't normally eaten. Now obviously, uh, fruit which you're eating the whole thing in one go, like an apple, so you're eating it with its peel, then of course it's an ate. The ikka is the apple, the peel is bottle eating at the same time. So of course you're going to make an ate. The shayla is only going to be a shayla in those cases where I'm eating them separately. I want to eat the fruit and I also want to eat the peel or the stalk or the seeds or whatever it is, then there's going to be a shayla that these things, since they aren't the ikka part of the fruit, they don't have the distinction of her eggs. Now, if you eat them as part of the fruit? Probably not, because most people eat it with the fruit. So it doesn't have a separate din, it's not like it's being eaten as something else. People eat it like they eat an apple. Right? But what's, what is a shayla, it's interesting, in Eretz Yisrael, it probably would be a different din to the rest of the world. And that is, you'll see in Eretz Yisrael, if you go to any kiosk, there are lots of seeds of various fruits, or more like vegetables, which are salty as food. Whether it's uh, various uh, squash or pumpkin or various other seeds, right, which they salt and they sell. Now, most places in the world, no one eats these things. Right? And if that's the case, for sure you wouldn't make the ikebrach on them. Sunflower seeds? Sunflower seeds are different because it's not fruit. The sunflower seed is a flower. 
So that's altogether a different category. The pumpkin seeds, the squash seeds, the things like that, which are coming from a fruit or a vegetable in this case. Now, in a normal, in a place where people don't normally eat that, then for sure it doesn't, it doesn't have the chashivas of the vegetable. And these are normally discarded. Even if a person wanted to eat them, maybe make a shekel. Mashainka, in Eretz Yisrael, as I said, Eretz will have a different thing. Because over here, this is, is as chashiv probably as the rest of the vegetable. But people maybe even more of it. And if that's the case, if this has now become the, an ikka part of the pre, yeah, I think that's the case. They'll have, they'll have that, the same bracha as the ikka fruit. In a place where people eat the seeds of pumpkins or watermelons or whatever else it is, that's meant to be eaten in the and that gets the end of the fruit. If it's something which most people don't eat, then it won't. So again, that's what they get to the fruit itself. It's from a tree, that's the fruit, and they're eating the part of the fruit which is the ikka part which is meant to be eaten. Let's look at the next, those are the first three rules. Now let's look at the next three rules of what we, what we determine to see if something is an eighth or not. And our fourth rule is it has to be ripe. Right. Unripe fruits, like the, what the Gemara calls boiser, is talking about grapes, unripe grapes, that applies to all fruit. Unripe fruit is not our eighth. Even though it's the fruit, if it's not yet, it's a, at a stage of its growth where people want to eat it, it's taste sweet or it's tasty, then it doesn't get the number eight. The Gemara gets a few examples. The Gemara talks about nuts, which are still better because they're too small. The Gemara talks about grapes, which are still sour because they haven't fully grown. And the Gemara talks about examples also, which are carobs and things which aren't so much in the market today. But uh, cases like that, right? The halacha is that if you're eating the unripe fruit, you don't make eight. It could be you don't make any brach at all, because it could be it's not really like it. Now, it depends how, obviously, how inedible it is. Now, normally, that's not so much of a shayla, because these things aren't really marketed. In other words, most suppliers or farmers know that if they're going to put unwrapped fruits in the market, no one's going to buy them. And it's just it's more worthwhile for them to wait a little bit until the fruit wrappers than it has a market. The only time, especially in Israel, the only time this is a real shayla is twice a year. The once is before Shoshana, and the other one is before Tobishvat. Because then they're just desperate to put things on the market, if it's for the Shekhyan or Rosh Hashanah, or because people want everything, any kind of fruit they can get with the Bishvat. So they have no problem marketing unripe fruit, because people will buy it. The first grapes of the season, or the first whatever it is, they'll have a market. But the person has to be careful with that, because number one, you can't make a bracha on it, or then you know eight, because it's not ripe. Number two, if a person wants to use it for a Shekhyan or for Rosh Hashanah, there's a second problem. Because as much as an Indian of the various Simonim of Rosh Hashanah, and the Shekhyanu and whatever else that we do in Rosh Hashanah, one of the things the halachas is not to do is to eat things which are bitter or sour in Rosh Hashanah. And therefore eating fruit which is sour or bitter would fall definitely into that category of something you're not meant to be eating. Right. There's also a shayla if you can say Shekhyanu and a fruit which isn't yet ripe. It's a different question. But... Uh, Why? Because there's the excitement of the new fruit even if it's not make sure that both for the Ha'at and probably also for the Shekhyanu one should make sure that the fruits are ripe. Now, how do you tell? If I mean, obviously, if you taste it, but without that, how do you tell? So we have two or three simonim. The first one is the size that the Ramah already brings. This time is cotton bias. It's much smaller than the normal fruit of that species. Then the trellis hasn't grown yet. It's not yet ripe. And it's even a plastic regular. One of the reasons why there's a minimum share of an estra, which is the size of an egg, is because less than that is considered unripe. It's not a fruit yet. Right, the same thing applies to all fruits. If you see fruits which are much smaller than that fruit normally is, the fact is that it hasn't fully ripened yet. 
Um, that's the one example. The other example, obviously, specifically by <coughs> those fruit, which get softer when they ripe, right? So when they're still very hard, so then you know that it's the not ripe. And the third example is those fruit which change color when they ripe. The best example for that is the banana, right? It definitely goes from doing a dark green to a bright yellow. So fruit which I can see aren't ripe, or I can feel they're not ripe. Besides the fact that maybe I don't want to eat them, but even if I would for some reason, it would be a big shine on the bracha because at a stage when it's not yet right to eat, you can't make a item. Yes, two questions. Yeah, edible because it's too unripe, you don't make any bracha. Something which is uh, unripe to the shield, because I'll talk about it, like voice of grapes, whatever it is, so you definitely won't make the height. So that's our fourth that's our fourth example. We'll talk about the example the, all the details as we show. I just want to go through the rules first. So that's our fourth example is something which isn't right. Our fifth criteria. And we've decided this is a tree and a fruit and it's a part of the fruit and it's right. But now there's still another factor in whether you make a or not. And that is am I eating it the normal way that it's eaten? And here the Khazal say two or three rules. For example, a fruit which is normally eaten raw. If I decide to cook it, I don't make a a fruit which is normally eaten cooked, if I decide to eat it raw, I don't make a It means it could be the fruit's fine, there's nothing wrong with the fruit. But the way I'm choosing to eat it is going to change the bracha. Because that's not the derech that's not the normal way to eat it. So what's the fruit which is normally eaten raw? There are lots of those. Um, uh, for an example, a mango. Right? And if I decide for some reason to cook a mango, I won't make a on that anymore. Because it's not meant to be eaten cooked. Right? And same thing, I'm just trying to think of an example of a fruit. Which is only eaten cooked. And either a quince, a chavush. That you can't eat a raw quince or the whole Hebrew chavush. It's dried on Rosh Hashanah. Right, you're not meant to eat it raw. On the contrary, it's, uh, it's meant to be cooked and it's meant to be cooked for a very long time. Right? Which is why you only see these things on the market before Rosh Hashanah because people don't have the patience to cook them the rest of the year. You have to cook it for like six or seven hours until it's meant to be eaten. Right, so something like that. If, you try again to eat a raw corn stomach ate in it. Yeah, because it's not a it's uh it's not the way it's meant to be eaten. Now another example <coughs> now the another example of this which is brought in the post skin and that is a fruit which is normally eaten pickled. If you eat it plain, it's not normal to eat you don't make a like an olive. If a person pick an olive of a tree and eat it straight, you wouldn't make a because no one eats raw olives like that. Olives are either squeezed for oil or pickled and eaten salt and eaten as pickled olives. Raw olives there's no market for. If that's the case, the, you wouldn't make it. That's not the way people eat them. Right. Now, something which one does both to. You know, something which uh, a person eats either cooked or raw or pickled, whatever it is, as long as that's a normal way to eat it, so then you make uh, you would make the right proper because all of that's considered normal. So examples of that, apples, pears, things like that. If people can eat raw apples or pears, or people eat cooked apples or pears, Whatever you're gonna do with it, you're gonna make you're gonna make the broccoli, it's all normal. This as an agar, this Allah is not specific to fruit. The same applies to vegetables. If a person wanted to eat a raw potato, we would make adama. Because no one eats raw potatoes. Right? If a person wanted to eat a cooked cucumber, he also wouldn't make adama. No one eats cooked cucumbers. Right? It's a gather of what the normal thing to do with vegetables just like fruit, and then those vegetables which you can eat both, a pepper or a carrot or an onion, whatever it's going to be, so then you get the bracha um by both. That's our fifth rule. And I, I missed one. You need not normal. You need raw onions. Yeah, whatever it is. People eat raw onions. Russians eat raw onions straight like apples. 
but it's, it's true. But uh, okay, so for sure in Russia you'd make an eight, and I mean an Adam and a raw onion. Like I said, since the Maasai people do eat raw onion here too, they wouldn't change the rough. Right. Okay, that's the that's the fifth rule, and now the last rule. And this is the one which has the most exceptions and the most questions about. So we won't have time tonight to go into all the the cases. We'll discuss it next time. At least to give the rule, and that is, it has to still look like the fruit it was started off as. It has to still be naked the tzura of what it was. Because if it's lost its identity, then you won't make it anymore. Now this is very interesting. What, at what stage do we say something has lost its identity? How far does that have to be from the original? How far does it have to be from the original to say that this isn't the same thing? And as a result of that, it's, uh, it's not the same fruit. So let's give... I'm talking about, it's true, it's talking about vegetables, but it's the same principle. So let's start with that principle first. If I wanted to eat wheat seeds... Well, I wanted to eat corn, I would make a dhamma. If I grind it into flour or corn flour, I make shakal. Uh, flour is shakal, corn flour is shakal. Even though it's clearly coming from the, the corn or from the wheat plant, but once it's been ground into a flour or into such small particles, it doesn't look any more like it used to look, and therefore it's lost its identity. So, so we're going to go through all the examples, lots and lots of them. But I want to give one or two the Shokhmar says first. Sugar. Sugar. Sugar comes from a cane. I've seen them. The oh, sugar, okay. sugar cane. They grow in the ground like sticks. The way they make them... That not, depends where in the world you are. Uh, there's a sugar beet. Because now it looks like a flower. It looks like, a, like something... Yeah, like a flower. Right? So sugar also. The way they make sugar is they boil it to break down the, the cane. And then they, they take this, this liquid sugar and they basically... Make it into it. We have some granulated sugar. They break it. They dry it. And they break it up. Into it's like also a flour. It's broken up pieces of sugar. It doesn't look anything like a sugar cane. And if that's the case. Sugar, sugar. Uh, I mean, it's machlekes, but the maskane of the shachlan of sugar shakol. It's lost its identity by the way it's changed. So we see that some, like making something into, so to speak, like small particles like flour. That's that would be coffee called powder. Right, a coffee powder or chocolate. Also the same idea, even if these things come from fruits. They come from a coffee bean or the cocoa bean or whatever it's going to be. Right? But the Mesa, once it's been changed that dramatically, it doesn't look anything like it originally did, so it's lost its identity. Now there are going to be lots of questions in this idea of at what stage do things lose identity? What about if you mash them? What about if you blend them? What about if you turn them into juice? Right? At what stage do we say something lost its identity? It's interesting, the case we have is the Shulchan and Ramah. The Shulchan Aruch says that when they used to take dates, and like in times of the Gemara, they used to squash them into like what's called an igulet veil, like cakes of dates. Right? Figs also. But he's talking about the dates. But tzmarim shemiachon, they used to squash them. Things like that. So he says they still make a eight. Because he held they were still nicker. It might be squashed into a different mold, into a different shape, but I can still see pieces of squashed dates. So it's still high eights. Right? The Ramah says, when he calls the pavila, which is some cherries, which they made into a preserve. They used to cook them up and to make them into a dough. He has a side to see, he's discussed if that's she'akol or not. Now the person can discuss, what, the Ramah or the Shachon Aruch, are they talking about the same idea or are they talking about two different things? Is there a Machlaikus? Is there a Machlaikus here or are they just talking about different examples? In other words, and you can see this yourself, you sometimes buy a fruit preserve or a jam, whatever it is, that looks like, it looks like a syrup. It's just a smooth liquid which is congealed. That's even though it's got a half fruit content, but the fruits are gone. I can't see any fruit here. Right? And sometimes you get something like a marmalade or some kinds of these preserves which have real pieces of fruit inside. 
So the Ramah is preserved. What are you talking about? What are you talking about the case where I still have the fruit? It's just gotten more mashed together or boiled with sugar. Or is it talking about that it's become like a smooth paste? And that the shayla is going to be is the argument of zuchanaruch, which means something which is squashed, but I can still see pieces of the original fruit. Is that considered nikar, or is it, or is it only considered not nikar when it gets to the stage where I can't, I can't identify it anymore? But the Maisa, in this particular case, the Ramah himself is a talak of Anyway, that most person has like a shochanaruch. The piece when you can still see the pieces, even if they're squashed pieces, I can still see the individual pieces of the fruit or the vegetable, the same halach would apply, then it's still going to have, it's not considered, it's lost its identity. It's only when it gets to the stage where it's no longer nicker at all. Do you mean it's hard for Andalite? exactly the same thing would apply because once it's, by date, once it's, if it's considered nicker, then it's, uh, then you make the bracha. If it's not nicker, like flour, which is from wheat, then you don't make the bracha. The problem is when it's a suffolk. And as we're going to talk about next week, by Hashem, all the, the many, many cases here, uh, mashed apples, right? applesauce, or potato nutkas, or reconstituted potatoes, or various kinds of kugels, all these things, which have formed the category of at what stage do we say juices, fruit juices, whatever it is, uh, fruit shakes, at what stage do we say things have lost their identity and they're not liquor anymore, and at what stage do we say that it's still there? And what we do in a case we have a suffer. So, so that, uh, this is some of the tonight. Again, the examples, some are already put on the table, but we'll go through them in more detail next week. But these are the rules we have. The rules of say eight, it needs to fill all six categories. If you satisfy all six categories of say eight, if any one of them are not there, we don't say eight. So the first one is, it has to be a tree, it has to be the fruit, it has to be the main part of the fruit which is eaten, it has to be um, ripe, it has to be eaten the way it's meant to be eaten, it has to still be recognizable as a fruit. If we have all those six conditions, then you're going to make eight. And now, Mr. Mix, we'll discuss all the variations of what could come up with that.